Montignan is reached, clearance is granted, and hit points have been restored as Octavia and Carhoon delve into the Chapel of Scales at long last. What secrets does it hide? How many scales are in there? And does Montignan use the Imperial or the Metric system? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. <laughs> if you like what you hear in the next hour or so, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. The best way for us to grow is by you sharing us with your friends, so please do just that. I'm really excited that we're in Montagnon, finally, and that I can finally use the episode name Filet Montagnon for the last episode. Listeners, I came up with the episode name Filet Montagnon at episode, like, four, three, five. four, yeah. five, whenever we first found out that we had to go there, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have the best episode name for when we finally get to Montagnon, and <laughs> I waited and I waited, and I waited, and every time we sat down to record, I was like, maybe this is the session where we'll finally get there, and I can finally use Filet Montignon, and Will is like, nope, and nope, and we finally did, and oh my gosh, I was like, it's such a little thing, but I'm so excited we finally got to use my terrible pun. And see, I didn't want to blast through travel, because yeah. you're traveling across a war-torn country, and mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be like fast travel and now you're there yeah or even just like here's a beautiful countryside yeah this is so lake country oh. i needed some complications yeah. so there it yes it did take like a lot of episodes a lot of episodes like 10 episodes well i mean it's true i mean we're like skirting around in uh occupied cities and everything so i mean it isn't going to be just some walk in the park or i mean like it took how long did it take Frodo and Sam to get the ring to Mordor? I mean, like, it's true. that's literally just a traveling story. Like, it's true. books true, true, true. on books on books, pages on pages on pages, so. Books on books on books. Mm -hmm. So I think, it, I think it was definitely appropriate. And I feel like we learned a lot about Carhoon, and, like, Carhoon and Octavia learned stuff about each other, and it was good, like, growing experience. It was good for Octavia, because, I mean, like, she hadn't been outside of the city walls since, you know, she was a kid, so. That's true. Good for her to be like, what is combat? I'm just a herbalist. Well, I'm realizing now that at the end of last episode, I've got to do something. Uh-oh. What did you forget to do? Well, what I should have done. You can stick, you can record it now and stick it in. No, no, I, th I think it works here because uh, as you, as you take your, your long rest in Karun's house. Uh-huh. I think you guys need to level up. <laughs> Oh my gosh, seriously? Yes! Yeah. Yes, 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 yes! Oh yes, my gosh, yeah. I've been, I've also been waiting for this. I'm like, man, this is the longest I've ever been at third level. Like, right, the milestone for level four was getting here. Yes! So, oh my gosh! Oh! So I should level up, huh? I guess we should take a few minutes and do a quick level up. At level four, you get wild shape improvement and an ability. Oh, you get an ability score improvement. Okay. Yeah. What is wild shape improvement? All right. So first, so you'll get hit die, you get wild shape and ability score. So well, let's 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 roll the hit points so that we're done with the hit die. Okay. What is your hit? My hit die is a d8. A d8. All right. So you're gonna roll a d8. I'm gonna roll a d8, and you can have the better one. Alrighty. I rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. I rolled a four. So add that plus your constitution modifier to your hit point maximum. Plus con. Oh, sweet. And my con is plus two. So I get another 10 hit points. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is a big percentage increase. Goodness gracious. I went from 29 to 39. For your wild shape improvement, okay. you can now wild shape into beasts with a maximum CR of one half. Oh, so I can go all the way up to two. I don't, I still think I can't do swim or fly. No, you can do swimming speed now. Oh, you I can do, do swimming speed, speed now too? Yeah, you can oh, do swim sweet. speed. sweet! Can't do flying speed. Have we been doing this wrong? I don't think so. 
So with my circle of the moon, I can do a higher CR than normal druids. Can. Okay, yeah. that might yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why. So I I specifically took the druid path that let me have uh, uh turn into higher CR creatures. Okay. And I can do swimming speed now. Yes. Oh, sweet. That's going to be really helpful just like practically. Mm-hmm. Potentially. I mean, honestly, I'm in the middle of like plains and mountains, so maybe not, but like, I don't know. Eventually it will. Yeah. Because I can fly with my wings, so I can't do a fly, like I can't turn into a bird, which honestly is True. kind of crazy. Like I can turn into a giant hyena, but I can't turn into like a robin. Yep. It's kind of like, well, that's kind of interesting. Well, I do it for a reason. I know. It's just when you think of the CR, like, purely on a, like, power level. Power. <laughs> Phenomenal cosmic power. Unlimited power. So, I think as far as your wild shape goes, so for the circle of the moon, mm-hmm. at second level you use it to transform into a beast with a CR size 1. I don't think that improves right now. You can do swim speeds now. And then at 6th level, you can transform into any beast with a CR equal to or less than your druid level divided by 3. So once I basically, once I get to 6th level, I can do 2nd level CR? Yes. Okay. So you don't get any CR bump, but you do get swim speed Okay, well that's a pretty big thing. Like, I can turn into a giant octopus now. That's cool. Yup. Because I remember flipping through, I don't remember if it was in the Monster Manual or if it was, it might have been in like Xanathar's, one of the newer ones. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then I was like, oh, it has a swim speed. I can't turn into it. I'm thinking of taking charge as a feat. Because I would have that as an animal if I wild shaped. Right? Uh, What's it do? Basically. Um, if I move at least 10 feet in a straight line immediately before taking this bonus action, I can either gain a plus five bonus to my attack's damage roll or push the target up to 10 feet away from me. That'd be cool. If I choose to shove and I succeed in my shove, I use, uh, when I use my action to dash, I can use a bonus action to make one melee weapon attack or to shove a creature. I mean... That's pretty cool. I mean, that would be helpful if I'm like a bear or, you know, one of the the beasts that I can turn into. I'm not sure. I usually take so long to choose these types of things. Or I could choose Dungeon Delver. I may need to think about this for a minute. I usually have to debate about it. I have to go through all the feats and I have to narrow it down to like three or four that I think would be relevant. And then I have to look at my stats and be like okay well if i don't use a feat you know what would i be using the skill points for would that be really helpful well you've got your hit points you've got your improvement to wild shape and then you can choose your ability score or feat later yes i should actually open up like the monster manual because now i have a lot more creatures i can turn into you cannot transform into a killer whale yet oh my gosh what's the cr for the killer whale Three. Uh, oh, soon at sixth level. I no, no at no, ninth no, no, level. No, no. Uh, that would be, that'll still be a while. That will be a while. You could transform into a giant seahorse, though. <laughs> oh my gosh! Could Carhoon ride me? <laughs> be like Aquaman. Exactly. Literally, what I was thinking. Oh my gosh! Except he'd have to change into his bear so that it's a bear riding a giant seahorse. Because like that's just cool. Just so cool. Let's uh let's get into it. Alrighty. So you've just woken up. Mm-hmm. It's late morning in Montagnon. And Should we roll hit points for Carhoon? We'll just roll his hit points and then I'll deal with his level up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his hit die is a D ten. Mm-hmm. So I will roll. I rolled a ten. Oh! Shoot! Hot dang, we both rolled max! So he is 39. Very nice. So you guys wake up feeling much better after your long, 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 long night. Mm-hmm. Carhoon's exhaustion is gone. Okay, good. Um, and you're very far removed from like the front of the city. And because it's so windy, you can't really tell what's going on. You're not sure if things have attacked. You're not sure if, if 
uh, Montagnan is currently under siege. Mm-hmm. Carhoon's that was, yeah, going to be my question if like we could, as we were sleeping, we were hearing, you know, the, the clang of battle or I anything. I think you probably heard a few more of those long war horns going off uh, very, very in the distance. But Carhoon's sort of on the outskirts away from everything and everyone. Mm-hmm is where his house is so it's it's very much removed from the goings on of Montagnon and so you awake and Carhoon is there he's he's getting his stuff ready cleaning off his axe mm-hmm. and as you awake he looks at you and he says if you are up to it we should be off as soon as we can I agree I don't see any reason why we shouldn't just go ASAP before we go I I think you might want to have this while we are here and he uh Goes over to his desk and, like, opens a drawer, and he hands you a dagger. Oh, I look at it. It is a silver dagger. Oh, my gosh. Don't don't worry. It's not, like, weird. We all have one. Okay. Everyone in the city ever since, you know, that, you know, you know, ever since the, the curse. Like... Uh, are you wanting, is this a kind of like if I become an animal, use this on me type of moment? Or is this more of a like in case of other people from Montignon? Yeah, this is more of a leveling the playing field. In case you go crazy moment. Not in case I go crazy. It's just an insurance policy in case we run into any trouble. Okay. Octavia's a little bit like... Again, don't worry, Every, everyone here has one. Okay. As soon as we realized, you know, what had happened... The silversmith, he really, his, his business started booming. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is there any engraving or anything on it? No, it's just a relatively plain but nice silver dagger. Silver dagger. Okay. Dagger, 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 dagger. Dagger, dagger. Dagger, I think we've made that joke before. <laughs> anyway, if you are feeling up to it, I think we can be off. Yes, let us go. Uh, so he exits in Salaman, you know, shakes his fur off and mm-hmm. retransforms into a person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and takes up following you guys around. Sounds good. Carhoon leads the way. He seems to know where he's going. Perfect. Um, again, winding through these tight, tight corridors. You can tell from what you see that this city is vast and it's a pretty cool place, but it's just hard to get a good view of anything because everything's so tightly, you know, compact. Yeah, that's really interesting because, like, Lake Ansel is very luxurious and wide avenues, you know, it was a a vacation place. And so this would be very different Mm -hmm. from what she's used to. Yeah, very, very functional, very sort of smaller-ish. And uh, so you and... You follow Carhoon and Salomon's behind you guys. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't really see anyone in the streets. You don't pass anyone. They're either shut into their homes or they're uh, at the walls defending if the battle is, is going on. Yeah. Again, it's really hard to tell. No one's really told you anything. That's so weird. That's so kind of like creepy because she's like. Yeah, it's kind of like a ghost town. Yeah, because right it's like there's no. She's not seeing anyone and. She knows that there's this army, but she can't hear it. So it probably feels kind of like stepping into another dimension type of thing, just like ghostly silent and just seems unreal. It's a bit off-putting, maybe, to to say the least. Yeah. So Carhoon leads you through, and eventually uh, you wind your way into and up to another sort of prominent building, kind of like the keep you were at previously where it sort of opens up a little bit in front of it you can actually take in the building in mm-hmm, front of mm-hmm. you and it's it's a giant like cathedral type oh, building cool. sort of like a gothic architecture mm-hmm. maybe not as ornate mm-hmm. but you know buttresses and stuff flying buttresses flying buttresses uh, along the walls and it similarly seems like it was almost like carved out of one piece of stone right yeah that's again so neat does yeah, it seem so, like this one is closer to the mountains or closer to the west this there? one's a bit more in the center okay. of the city a bit more so so you go up to this and it's this massive 
massive uh, cathedral in front of you. Again, everything's very uniform because it's all made of like the same material. Mm-hmm. But this one is a bit more ornate than other things. It's got some, uh, some you know, flourishes in the design and a large archway over the front door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, these buttresses sort of supporting the walls as it, it peeks up into probably a, a bell tower or something up at the top. And Carhoon starts walking up towards it uh, with you and Salaman in tow, if you wish to follow. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, Octavia will follow, and then, you know, she'll ask Carhoon, like, do you kn- for whom was this originally built to worship? Was this a place of worship, or do you uh, know what its original purpose was? He says, why don't you uh, take a step inside, and I feel like your questions might be answered. She'll, oh, she'll be like, all right. And, yeah, Salomon, he sort of nods at the two of you, and he's also going to just sort of post up outside. Okay. Uh, Chill. Waiting for you. Octavia will be like, thank you. We appreciate your kind of support. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we hadn't heard him talk until now. Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. Everyone's been so gross you. and, like, solemn here. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm literally just teared up. <laughs> but Carhoon walks up to the massive doors and grabs one of the rungs and pulls So, it I mean, like, people don't come here, right? Um... There's no one there now. Because, I mean, like, this Lord Protector guy was like, why do you want to go to the Chapel of Scales? It's making it seem like this was a place that people don't go. You're not sure, necessarily, from the interaction, if it's a place that people don't go, if it's a place that is sort of, like, uh, not public, or if it's just because nobody trusts Carhoon. Okay. (laughs) But, I mean... What? I'm still trying to figure out, like, what is the connection between people not trusting Carhoon and the Chapel of Scales? Because he said he didn't find the tome there. Well, it's just that, from what you gather, everybody blames Carhoon for this curse. Okay. Right? Right. This is some other place, and you, you guys walk in claiming, like, we need to go to this place on some mystical mission from God. And this guy's like, I feel like I've heard this story before. Okay. Okay, so it was more an associ- a, a distrust of us wanting to go there than a people don't go there type of thing. Yeah, you would get okay. that idea. Do you enter? Yes, yes. All right, uh, you enter this cathedral, and it's it was impressive on the outside, mm-hmm. but it's it seems more so on the inside because everything doesn't have to be that same just sort of stony exterior. Um, the floor is sort of a, a nice polished uh, marble with mm-hmm. rows of benches and sort of pews in this huge open room, and your footsteps sort of echo mm-hmm. as you enter into it. There's rows of pillars going down a central aisle mm-hmm. of this uh, cathedral that sort of reach up to the vaulted ceiling high mm-hmm. above you. And these rows of pews on either side of this aisle that eventually leads up to a sort of sanctuary, uh, altary type place. Mm-hmm. On either side of you, along the walls leading up to it, you can see large, sort of like mural, fresco-y type oh. artworks. Okay. And uh, it is of uh, large portraits of dragons. Oh. Hmm. Oh, what? On do they are they metallic or chromatic? Well, as you look at them, you can see that they're both, and it, sort oh. of the left side of of the room as you are walking into it are murals of all the metallic dragons: mm-hmm. gold, silver, brass, bronze, and copper. All sort of in majestic poses, Mm -hmm. wings splayed, beams of light shooting down from the skies, illuminating their glistening scales. And on the right side of uh, this cathedral, murals of the chromatic dragon. So red, blue, green, black, and white, Mm -hmm. all similarly arrayed in 
uh, heroic poses, very glorious and dignified. Oh, wow. Oh, so, oh, shoot, because this would have been, oh, shoot, shoot. This would have been, like, before the schism. So this would have been when all of the chromatic were still good. Oh, hot dang. Dang, that's so cool. Okay, sorry. Ah! Dang, this is so old. Is it, like, falling apart? Like, how is it still in such good shape? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely old and definitely, definitely aged. But, I mean, the the murals, it's not... I say murals, it's not necessarily painted. I'm imagining more of sort of a fresco-y... What's a fresco exactly? Frescoes are painted. Okay, I'm thinking, like, like a mosaic. mosaic is what oh, I'm okay. thinking. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. it's not, like, painted, but, like, made of... not Made of tiles. Yes. Yes. Very intricate tiles. Okay. Wow. Um, but and so from the entrance like right from where that door is mm-hmm. um can i see what the altar is too is there anything hanging over yeah so behind the altar mm-hmm. is sort of three arched stained glass windows behind it so that's the entirety of the building there's no room beyond the altar uh you don't know that this is just sort of the the they're sort of raised up okay so like tall yeah so there's three stained glass windows of uh, the three deities of Moir. So as you're approaching them, you can see who you would recognize to be Al Saloon on the right side, uh, Al Absalon okay. in the center, and Al Fanor on the left. All in this glorious, beautiful stained glass work, and uh, the beams of late morning light are streaming in, casting all these colors across the room. Wow. Is do I know? It, is there kind of a hierarchy among the gods? Is is one god kind of seen as the, you know, superior to either of the other two? Not really. Okay. You would know that as far as material creatures are concerned, typically uh, they like Absalon because he is the god of material. Right. Okay. Whereas Saloon is. Uh, the goddess of darkness, and mm-hmm. she sort of governs the lower planes, and Alphanor governs the higher planes. Absalon is more concerned with the material plane and the okay. goings on of of you mortal folk. Those people who are gonna die. Yep. Alright, sounds good. Uh, is the center window with Absalon any bigger, or are they all the same? No, they're all, they're all the okay. same. Uh, so yeah, you enter this room, and Carhoon walks in beside you. He says... It's breathtaking, isn't it? It's beautiful. But what do we do now that we are here? Well, this is the cathedral, but the actual chapel is a bit further in. Oh. Uh, Follow me. She will. Walks slowly through down the lengths of this aisle again. Every step of his boots is just echoing off these empty, Mm -hmm. empty walls. He gets up to the front of them and, and you behind him, or next to him, mm-hmm. following. And at this front, on either side of this sort of raised platform in front of these stained glass windows, uh, there's a door on either side. Okay. And Carvin uh, walks back to one and swings it open and uh, gestures for you to enter. Yeah, I'll definitely go in. Is it the left or the right is he opening? Uh, he'll go to the left. Okay. And so you, you go in, and there's sort of curved hallway. You can tell it's sort of curving back to be almost directly behind the stained glass windows, mm-hmm. but lower. But lower, you said? Yeah. So, oh, so it looks the, like the a de- windows are still windows. So it's like a decline a little bit? A little bit, not okay. too much. And it curves around, and you, after a little while, enter into a circular room. Mm-hmm. Reasonably sized, but a bit smaller, and you can see that there's a, uh, a hallway on the other side, which you would imagine that other door would lead to. This is a circular room? Yep, circular room. Oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. How tall is the ceiling? Is there a dragon head statue in the middle? No. Oh my gosh, I was about to be like, if this is the place where I've been always having that dream, I was about to like blow my gourd. <laughs> no. Ooh, as soon as you were like circular room and all this dragon stuff, I was like, <gasps> okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> you enter into <laughs> this circular room and there are a few notable things about it. Okay. 
Firstly, in fitting with the sort of motif of this whole building, uh, the circular room, its walls are divided up by more pillars into ten uh, sort of different areas along the wall, and each of those is again sort of designated to uh, one of these dragons. And there's another sort of like portrait inset in each of each of these little nooks, and these are these are probably more paintings, so they're faded okay. uh, with time. It's it you can still tell what they were, but they're not quite uh, up to what their mm-hmm, majesty mm-hmm. had been. And it's there's not really windows in here, so I'm gonna say Carhoon's got like a torch okay. uh, that he lights, and well, there's probably a little yeah. sensor or a, a brazier. brazier or something that he lights. So does this room. seem to be like directly behind where that altar would be? Yeah, basically. Okay. So you see these portraits uh, in these little nooks around the outer wall of the room. Mm-hmm. The floor is what gives this chapel its mm-hmm. name, and you can see it's made of. It almost looks like slabs of like glass or crystal or something of the sort, sort of translucent that are cut into kind of scaly shapes oh, wow, and sort of yeah. tiled along in concentric circles uh, mm-hmm. of, of all of these colors. So uh, they're all sort of glittering in this firelight. and It's quite a scene. And in the center of the room, there's a pedestal. Hmm. And this pedestal, it has like an indentation, sort of like it would be a, a holder for water or something like that. Mm-hmm. How deep is like like a couple inches deep, or how deep is the indentation? Yeah, probably like six, kind of like a sink. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And but you can't really tell that because in the center of this dip, you see a fluffy little gray palace cat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Just kind of <sighs> sitting there asleep as you guys enter. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <sighs> what do you do? Uh, well, I mean, Octavia will, will kind of take a step forward and notice that there's this palace cat, and she's only ever interacted with the palace cat as Carastus, and so she'll walk up to the the pedestal and be like, Carastus, it is good to see you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, continue. She'll just be like, you know, Crestus, it is good to see you. We finally made it, and now we are here, and we don't know what we are to do. Ah, I, last time I was sick when I did his voice again. <laughs> That's true. And my brother was like, you sound like a young James Earl Jones, which I took as high praise. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to get that same tone of voice that I had last time, but I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll just go sleep out in the rain and get a cold again. (laughs) It's good to see you as well, the two of you, together. I'm glad you have come. We're glad to be here, kind of, but also not really, because it's not been super fun coming here. I have seen your trials. You have handled yourselves as well as I could have hoped. Thank you. So how's it going? (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like chilling. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Holmes? (laughs) Well, I mean... He's just sort of sitting there mysteriously. I mean, Octavia's kind of, like, waiting for him to, like, do something, because she's like, Well, we are here. We were told to come to the Chapel of Scales. We are here, ostensibly in the Chapel of Scales. I have this thing. And she pulls out the pendant. And she's like, What do I... I... It's been very mysterious. I have trusted Carhoon and your word to come to... To come here... But I still don't even really know why I'm supposed to come here and what coming here will lead to. What am I supposed to do after I come here? Like, why am I coming here? As I have told you many times, I cannot give you all the answers. I can tell you that though you have come here, this is not the end of your journey, but Mm. merely the beginning. I cannot guide your steps directly. But I can, I'll be with you and watch over you and perhaps give you a hint from time to time. 
Tell me, why do you think you have come here? Because of the monsters coming down from the east? Because it's finally time to answer the divine call that I know I've been beholden to my entire life? Um, what do you think it is you are called to do? I honestly do not know. I don't know if it is to awaken something that can fight against the monsters or if it's just pure happenstance that it's happening at the same time as the horde emerging from Grundikov to go west and north to... I, I don't know. You are here to provide balance. Hmm. Balance for between what? I cannot give you all the answers, Octavia. Oh my gosh! This is what you will have to discover. What is currently imbalanced? Many things. Besides but your checkbook. Besides, I don't use checks. <laughs> Cash only. <laughs> there is much in this world which is not balanced, and you will not. You are not here to counter all of it. Are there others that are on a similar quest? Well, if there are, perhaps you'll meet them someday. Hmm. You are here for a very specific reason. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what that is. Oh my... Are you serious? Well, yes. Well, do you know what it is? Of course I do. Why can't you tell me? Because... Because why? I'm going to show you something. All right. You are going to... I have to, Again, I need to look at the things I've written. <laughs> and not just riff, because I'm not good at that. I'm like imagining him pulling out like a little notebook. Like, hold on, I'm a bit scatterbrained. It's been a long week. <laughs> I've had a lot of naps. You are going to set foot somewhere where none have trod for many centuries and what you find there may answer some of your questions and it may open up questions that you had not even asked before is that here i will be with you and i will be watching but my influence over this plane is limited and much will be left up to you is it in this place that i will set foot on that untouched place he rises up out of the bowl and sort of stretches <laughs> arcs back <laughs> and then he uh sort of gets up on the edge and he he puts one of his paws up to uh the pendant mm. around your neck and it uh begins to reshape and reform <gasps> Into oh, just sort of a geometric shape, and it's sort of like a, a prism uh, that's sort of like a ten-pointed star. Oh, shoot! And he does that and retracts his paw, and then he jumps out of the bowl. And Octavius just like, what is going on? He says, Absalon, be with you. And also with you? And then he walks away. To where? Up, like up the hall? Just down the hallway. Octavia's gonna like kind of go after him and be like, "Well, do I put this in the bowl where you were?" You go in the uh, the hallway, and he's gone. Oh my gosh! Because he's a mysterious, otherworldly being. It's like who can't communicate with you in simple terms? It's as much. It's just a cat being a cat. I'm like, if a cat could that talk. Too. And it's a divine cat. It's just like the cattest cat stuff. I'm just like, talk to me. Give me straight answers. And they're like, nope. Nope. Oh, my gosh. Ah! Okay. It was good to see that guy again, huh? It is always good to see him, but I cannot deny that there are just frustrating elements of interaction with him. Well, I'm glad you could see him and talk to him, too, because it confirms I wasn't going crazy, I guess. Well... Or At maybe least. we're both going crazy together. Oh, Who knows? well, here we go. <laughs> Craziness will go hand in hand. And then you wake up and you're in a white coat in a padded room. Oh, my. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, 
You wake up and you're 13 again. It's all been a dream. It's all a dream. Psych, cop out. Worst ending ever. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would genuinely be really mad. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like, I would I've deserve invested it. invested so much into this. I would deserve it. Um, okay. So yeah, okay. you... Crassus has disappeared. Okay. So Crassus has disappeared. There's this... this uh, um, there is a platform... What mm-hmm. do they call it? A little pedestal. Pedestal, with, thank uh, you. I kept trying to say pendulum, and I'm like, that's not the right word. So there's a pedestal in front, and there's this bowl in the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Are there any, like, does it look like there is a place for, like, a key that is conveniently the shape of this pendant to fit inside? Actually, yeah. At the bottom of it, there's a little indentation in about that same shape it almost looks like that's where you know if this was a fountain or something that that water might be piped through oh that you could not see because there was a big old cat lying on top of it you big old fluffy cat okay um octavia will unclasp the pendant she'll kind of take a look at it is it still like that kind of milky color yep okay has she ever been able to kind of figure out what kind of stone it is nope nope okay magic stone (laughs) (laughs) so she'll take a look at it and she'll look over at carhoon and say well seems as though we are to set foot in a place no one has for a really long time are you ready i've come this far and she'll nod and she will put the pendant in the uh, pedestal and try to make the points of the star match up with the kind of key shape it slides in. Oh my gosh! Jumps. And then the uh, the pedestal sort of depresses into the ground, and she tries to like grab the pendant back. Yeah, you can. Okay, good, because she kind of likes it now. <laughs> yep. So you put it in, and it uh, sort of like when those podiums go back into a stage. Yeah, it just kind yeah, of yeah. Falls down, and as it gets flush with the floor, uh, you feel a rumble. Oh my gosh! And then. The entire floor of this circular room just begins to descend like an elevator down a cylindrical elevator shaft. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it, it, there's still this brazier giving off uh, light that okay. Carhoon lit, so it doesn't descend completely into darkness, but it just begins going down and down, and you can see the room above you just getting higher and higher oh and farther gosh. away as you delve deep into the underground after some time you're not sure how far you've gone but the room above you is just a little blip that you can barely see do we have any like are we estimating like hundreds of feet down like yeah that sounds good wow like hundreds hundreds okay i don't know sure hundred or so because that's a lot of stories. That's, that's a lot like of stories. A... Yeah, 100 feet. Let's say that. So it descends, and once it gets down about this far, mm-hmm. the walls around you begin to fall away, and it descends into a larger sort of antechamber. Oh, wow. Have the, uh, for this tunnel, uh, you know, this uh, uh, tube kind of thing we were going down, were the walls, like, dirt, or were they smooth stone? Yeah, they were smooth stone. Okay. So kind of the continuation of the whole carved out of the stone mm-hmm. thing, like, no... Yeah joints or anything yep okay and so it descends and sort of lands in the middle of this larger room with a and some dust sort of uh puffs up and begins to settle you look around it's like a teleportation rings except old timey <laughs> <laughs> you look around and it's a much larger still generally circular uh, room. Okay. How big was the circular room that we had been in? It was maybe like 25-ish feet across. across. So, I mean, okay. it was pretty big, but not like Not like expansive. humongous. Yeah, okay. this is this is uh, probably about 60 or 70 feet across. Oh, wow. Okay. Diameter so quite big. room. Quite big, yeah. Uh, there's some more pillars, uh, okay. about four of them. They're sort of carved to look like uh, dragons holding up this ceiling. That was <laughs> so cool that are arrayed uh, there's about four of them in mm-hmm. in a square in sort of the middle of this room not in the middle but you know interspersed right. uh, evenly you can't see quite to the edges of the room because the light from this brazier is only giving off so much i do have dark vision oh, oh. 
I have I have light sources and their distances right here. Because uh-huh. uh, I should like the brazier would give off a certain amount and then I'd even be able to see past it. I mean dimly, you know. All right, there is bright light in a twenty foot radius and then dim light in a twenty foot radius outside of that. Okay, so I would be able to see in that dim light. It would seem like bright light. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you both can sort of see just the edges of this room, um, and it's a circle. And there's a few things you note. All around this room are various sort of, like, indentations into the wall. Okay. Uh, little, like, cubby hole type things. Do they go down to the ground, or are they, like, in the wall? No, they're, like, in the wall. Okay. It, also, is the floor the same sort of tile scales as the elevator prior circular room was? Uh, this one is not, no. Okay. It sort of comes out into just sort of stone. Oh. Like flagstone? To, like that was made or it was similarly just carved? Uh, similarly carved. This is a bit rougher, not as polished as it was upstairs. Oh, okay. Or up, not upstairs, up, up there. In the, in the, in the, in the, in the heights above. Yes. You can see that there is an archway leading further and deeper in, but you can't see past, uh, on one end and directly opposite okay. that there's what looks like it used to be some sort of exit way but it's oh. just covered in like crumpled and collapsed uh, rocks and stone slabs okay what what do you do Carson grabs his torch and lights it again so you guys can walk around, walk around but before either of us get off of this you know like the elevator you know the pseudo elevator mm-hmm. scales portion I just kind of want to do, like, a perception check to see if there's anything kind of, like, waiting around for us. Because sure. if no one's been down here for a really long time, like, even if there weren't bad creatures initially here, they might have gone here. Okay. 23. You look around, and you are pretty confident that in this room that you can see, uh, there's no one else except for you and Carmen. Okay. Do I kind of detect any trappy-type things? Do Or... Rather, I should kind of rephrase this, like, structural unintegrity, because it seems like the passage behind us, or or the one passage has collapsed. Do I seem like, oh, it seems kind of like at any time another portion of it could collapse? Do you want to go look at that uh, I don't, I just want to do it from where I'm standing again. Uh, From where you're standing, you can't really tell. Okay. And and so those two passageways, are are they to our left and our right, or... North and south kind of thing. Uh, we'll call it north and south. North and south. And the north one is the open one or the south one? It doesn't matter, but the north one is open. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. So are there anything in these little alcoves in the wall? They're just on the edges of your vision, so you would have to get closer. Okay. Octavia is going to probably go over and take a look at those alcoves. Okay. As you get there and the light from the torch begins to illuminate them... Uh, you very quickly come to realize that you are in a sort of crypt. Oh, okay. And you can see the, like, just the bare remains of vaguely humanoid creatures. Oh, gosh, okay. Is there one alcove per wall? Uh, there's a couple, because it's a pretty big room. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of wall there. Okay. Oh, hot dang. Octavia's a teeny bit grossed out because, I mean, more than a teeny bit. I mean, she's just like a person. It's not yeah. like she's some warrior who's seen <laughs> this kind of thing before. So, I mean, I mean they're, they're nothing but uh, it's not like they're gross, like zombie things. They're just like right, cause they're very so old. dry, it's, old, yeah, almost dust crumpled. Almost. There's barely anything left. Can, uh, is there any like clothing remnants that she can try to figure out? who these people were, you know, who these people were or what their status was or anything? Um, like, you know, were they buried? You can roll an investigation. Yeah. Like, were they buried with their swords or a crown, you know, or that kind of thing? 18. 18? I mean, there's barely scraps left and, uh, you, you find maybe a thing or two, but it's just, I mean, these things have been here for thousands, potentially, of years, and it there's, like, nothing left. You can't really tell. Okay. Uh, did I have to go past one of those dragon pillars to get to one of the cubby holes? Mm-hmm. 
Can I take a look at the dragon pillars? Sure. What do you want to look for? Um, I'm kind of curious to see, are these dragons, are they chromatic? Are they metallic? Are they, you know, what kind of poses are they in? Is this a, you know, a... Because, you know, you can tell in carvings whether the thing that's being carved was an ally or a foe or that kind of thing. Yeah, these are, generally speaking, um, they're not really carved to represent any specific dragon, but okay. just more like generic, generic dragon. Okay. Like Walmart dragon. <laughs> or the non-name brand. Okay. But which does make sense, because if this place is even older than the cathedral above, this would been have been from a time when the dragons wouldn't have split yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah? I want to take a look at the collapsed doorway. Okay. What do you want to look for? Um, I just kind of want to see if I can figure out why it collapsed, if it was a natural collapse. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll an investigation. Check. Okay. Can Carhoon roll this as well? Or... Sure. Because Octavia rolled a four. Sure. And so Carhoon is going to roll a 17. <laughs> Octavia's not very intelligent. She's wise, but she's not intelligent. Carhoon uh, communicates to you, it looks like this was collapsed intentionally to seal something off. Oh, wow. Do you know if it was to seal something off from us, from something being able to get in, or from something being able to get out? Based on what I can see, this tunnel looks like it was not... It, it's not as as defined as the other opening. It almost looks like it was added after the fact. Okay. Like the opening that is across the way? Yeah. So you, you would guess this was initially uh, this sort of room just came down and had that one entrance okay. that's still open. But at some period after that fact... Uh, the second opening was created and then blocked. Okay. Do you know with your with your extensive, you know, with your research and everything, do you think that this portion of the cathedral is much older than what came from above? And I mean, and, and look at this tunnel, like gesturing up to the like, you know, hundreds of feet and everything that they went down. Um, do you know? You know, how was this made? Was this done, made by magic? Is this much older than the cathedral? Or do you know what purpose this place would have had? I mean, besides the obvious of being a crypt. Uh, it's obviously a crypt, yes. Uh, as far as the method of make it, we're still a bit unsure. We don't understand much about the original elves, the first elves, whether they were masters of magic and shaped this stone by pure force of will, or if they were... Uh, advanced technologically enough to to carve things so seamlessly. It may have been some combination of the two. It's difficult to tell, but I would guess that this room was constructed along with the cathedral above. All right. And with that, Octavia kind of realizes that these bones are probably the original elf, right? That would be a fair assumption. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, like, oh my, it's like finding a, the literal, like, it's like finding a Neander, like, she's just awestruck. I mean, this is a real, tangible piece of history that no one no really knows that much about, and man, that's crazy. So how many cool. resting places are there in this room? Old. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm doing some quick mental mapping. 40-ish? Okay. Is there anything carved, like, underneath or below that would say what the people's names were? Yeah, if, you, if you're looking at them, uh, you could see there's some sort of identifier that's uh, written in a language you would guess would be close to Elvish, but, you know, some... Ancient, ancient, obscure dialect. Can uh, Carhoon read it? Uh, he reads it, and, and they're, you know, names and, uh, you know, titles. 
And it, it seems, based on uh, a few that he reads, these are members of higher esteem in mm. society, mm-hmm. perhaps priests from the cathedral above, or, uh, you know, esteemed scholars or rulers to have, you know, a, a very fancy place of burial such mm-hmm. as this. Mm-hmm. What are some of those names, Bun? Jennifer Partridge. <laughs> No, I don't know. <laughs> they probably they sound like names you would not recognize. Right. Yeah. It's like weird alien go- Zalpsorp or <laughs> Zalpsorp. <laughs> Gorbel Smunch. I don't know. Well, good to know that Zalpsorp and Gorbel Smunch are now canonical uh, ancient elven names. Ancient the ancient elves. <laughs> Priestess of the three Zalpsorp. <laughs> Oh my gosh. His Majesty Gorbel Smooch. <laughs> uh, but you know how we make up stupid alien names. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. not so stupid. Yeah, no, it's that makes It's probably sense. something like that. Just completely different. Completely foreign. Okay. Yeah. Can I do like a last perception check to see if there's anything else I missed in this room? Or does it kind of seem like I've looked at everything that seems like like it's mostly it uh it's is there a relatively simple room above the doorways like written no okay are there any dates written anywhere nope you know constructed in 1965 um you don't see any even if there were it wouldn't mean much to you because no one's really sure how much time passed after all life was basically wiped out and new life reappeared. Right. It would still be interesting to know what their own sense of time was, though. Sure. If if you and Carhoon spent a long time here, uh, you might be able to translate some more of these things and get a better idea of timelines and people, but uh, from a quick, like, examination, it's, it's hard to tell too specifically. Okay. He probably wants to stick around and like look at stuff, huh? Yeah, he's he's very fascinated. He's like looking over these things. He's like, don't don't touch any of the bodies. Okay. This could be a wealth of of knowledge that we never had before. But as much as I would love to stay and pour over this for much time, we are here for a certain purpose. I think we need to go down that creepy dark hallway sure you go first okay no. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, AC is the same so uh, he, he hefts the torch and you guys head towards that archway alright sounds good the archway leads into a small room Oh, okay. So it's not even, it's not a hallway. Well, the there's sort of a small room and continuing on is a, a longer hallway. Okay. So this room, it sort of opens up. It's Again, it's relatively small, okay. uh, but on either side there's... Is it circular as well? No, it's, okay. it's, it's more rectangular. On either side of the hallway leading deep, even deeper in, mm-hmm. is you see a small table with some objects on it and sort of a little... A much smaller pedestal uh, on one side and the same sort of mirrored on the other and as you step into this room uh, you can see in the hallway on either side just a few feet into it are these carved like dragon heads with their mouths open and as soon as you cross the threshold uh, they both just begin spewing fire oh my gosh not not on you. It's in front of you. Right, because but it's across the way, right? Across like we would the have way, to go yeah. through it. Yes, spewing oh fire okay. such that it like takes up the entirety of this hallway, um, and it just illuminates everything. Okay. Uh, in in this bright bright blaze. Is it really hot too? I would imagine. It's 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 toasty. Yeah. It's toasty. Is it really musty down here? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's kind of. Is dank. there oxygen? Like you know how like. Sometimes tombs you can suffocate people in because there's no like oxygen going down there. Like the air might seem a bit thinner, but now that there's a clear conduit uh, up to the up surface. to the top, it's it's there's some fresh air coming in. Okay. But yeah, so these dragon heads begin spewing flames across okay. this hallway and illuminating the whole thing. What do you do? So 
so I make sure. So we did not get into that room. No, you're in the room. The but room the leads. Dragon heads are in the hallway that leads past the room. Yes. Okay, and that is the only hallway out of that second room. Yes. Okay, and there is kind of this desk and pedestal set on either side of the room. Correct. Is there anything? Well, I'm going to do a perception check right off the bat to just kind of check for traps. Okay. That's only a nine for Octavia. Can Carhoon Well, there's two giant dragon heads breathing fire in front of you. (laughs) Carhoon can roll, though. (laughs) Well, thanks. Yeah, that's all that you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he rolled great. Uh, Uh, He rolls a 19. There's two giant dragon heads breathing fire in front of you. Okay, 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 okay. Well, that's good. At least there doesn't seem to be obvious, like, you step on the floor and a spike trap plops down. Mm -hmm. Um, Octavia will cautiously go into the room and take a look at the desk thing on the right. Okay. On the right, you find there's a table and there's a few, four sort of orbs sitting on them. And there's another orb on the pedestal. Okay. On the pedestal is a red orb. And on the table are, the four others are green, blue, black, and white. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Do I, can I do like an arcana check on them? Sure. Would I, would Carhoon be kind of coming with me? Would he also be looking? Yeah, he's in the room. He's looking around. So my Arcana chick is a 14. Okay. You would just guess by the nature of things there's some sort of magical yeah. interaction here, but you're not entirely sure what that might be. Okay. She's going to go across the way and then look at the other desk. Is there a chair at the desk? Is it like a table desk thing or is it more of a no it's just sort of like a a table a table yeah so she's gonna go to the left and look at that desk thing and that pedestal as well okay similarly on the pedestal you see a golden orb and on the table the four orbs you see a silver one a brass one a bronze one and a copper one okay okay is there an indent in the pedestal yep it looks like it's meant to hold one of these little kind of like cradle one of them um, and then the ones that are on just the table, are they in any particular, you know, are they in a perfect circle? No, they're just sort of in a row. There's okay. indents on the table to oh, keep them really? from rolling off. What do the dragon heads look like that are spitting fire? Again, they're sort of that generic, uh, nondescript uh, dragon. You know, it doesn't have any of like the distinctive you know, uh, whiskers of a gold dragon or Mm. the flared horns of one of those other types. It Mm -hmm. just looks like a generally, if if someone were to say draw a dragon, that's the sort of head. Okay. Is there the fire that they're spewing a specific color or just fire fire? No, it's just just orange red flames. Okay. Does it seem like magical fire or that it's like mechanical? What happened to make Um, them start spewing? It's it's hard to tell. Okay. You would guess it's some sort... I mean, based on everything around you, it looks more sort of like a magic-y type Mm -hmm. thing. Okay. But it's not like blue with magic. Correct. Okay. Um, Does that door... Is that doorway... Have the ceilings been kind of the same-ish height? The ceiling in the crypt room was very tall. Okay. This one is much shorter it's not like you have to stoop but they're not exceptionally tall. oh really okay so much shorter okay and then the hallway that the dragon heads are guarding does that ceiling seem to be about as tall as well it's it's the same height as this room okay um can i can we see approximately how far that hallway goes past the flame or is the flame obscuring it uh maybe another 30 ish feet you would guess okay does it seem like it opens up into another room or it ch- turns a corner? You can't or? really tell if okay. there's a room or a corner or a door or what. Okay. What do you do? Um, well, she kind of wants to, she does want to consult with Carhoon because, I mean, he is the scholar in this. And, I mean, this should kind of be his wheelhouse, like, knowledge of the dragons and the chromatic and the metallic dragons. And so she's going to be like, I mean, obviously, these spheres represent the dragons and potentially we need to do something different to 
make the flames stop? Or do you sense a greater magic from them than I could? Well, your guess is probably as good as mine. I came to the same conclusion as you did. But um, I, I don't sense any greater threats. Okay. So... Octavia is going to pick up the gold sphere. Off the pedestal? Yep. Okay, you do that. The yep. flames do not stop. Okay. So it goes gold. What's the order that the metallic The gold is on the pedestal. The rest are silver, brass, bronze, and copper. What is the order of the uh, chromatic? Green, blue, black, and white. And then red on the pedestal? Yes. Octavia will remove all of the balls off of both tables. Okay. Nothing happens. Okay. She'll put them back on the way that they were. Okay. Nothing happens. Okay. Is there, would I know, was there ever a greater rivalry between a specific type of metallic and a specific type of chromatic dragon? Uh, you would not know. Carhoon doesn't seem to know. Uh, there's not that much uh, detail that they've been able to discern. So it's gold, silver... Brass, bronze, copper. What do what uh, is there anything in the indentation after I remove the sphere? Like, is there any little hole divots or anything besides it? Nope. Okay. Is there anything written on the tables or the pedestal? Uh, no. Is there anything written on the walls of the room? Also, no. Are there any indents in any of the walls of the room? Nope. How big is this room? It's not huge. There's maybe like a five-foot nook on either side of this hallway where these pedestals are. Oh, okay. So it's more of a bigger hallway as opposed to a whole room room type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Octavia will put just the red sphere on the pedestal and just the gold sphere on the pedestal. Okay, nothing Nothing changes. She'll try it with silver and gold. Or, sorry, well, she'll try it with silver and green. Okay. Uh, you put the silver orb on the pedestal and the dragon head on... The right-hand side, the fire changes from flames to an icy gust. Okay. And as you change to the green orb on the other side, it changes from fire to poison. Uh, poison? So it's like a big plume of poison gas. Is this affecting me at all? or? Uh, not, no, there's... If I Adequate got, ventilation. Okay, if I got closer, maybe it would type of thing? If you, like, walked in it, yes, you would be screwed. Okay. <laughs> you get that sense do i know of any two elements that cancel each other out the most like water and fire uh, i don't know do you i mean is this something that would be i mean i don't gwyneth does not live in a world where dragons have existed so is this something that like you know with knowing about magic and knowing about like some it's people more of knowing about like Logical interactions. Yeah. So, you said the silver was ice? Yes. Uh, she'll put the red back on. Okay. You uh, take the green orb off and put the red one back on, and the uh, poison fumes switch over again to a gout of intensely hot flames. And on the other side is the icy, icy breath and... As the two sort of shoot into each other and overlap and intermix, uh, yeah, the, the ice seems to cool down the fire and, and steam starts rising as you can see sort of a, a core area in the center where these two gouts are overlapping uh, seems to be neutralizing each other. Oh my gosh, but it's still, but they're still, still spewing, is that right? They're still spewing, yes. Oh my gosh, but there's potentially like this little path of safety. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Octavia kind of wants to like keep the rest of the spheres. Can she keep the rest of the spheres? You can, you can grab them and put them in your bag if you want. Yeah, I do that. Okay, you do that. Just because I'm like, what if we have to come back from the other side and something happens? Okay. Um, so Octavia will turn to Carhoon and be like, I mean, I feel like the way is as safe right now as it ever will be. Do you think that we'd be able to make it through that small space? 
I think we can, if you think you can. Well, I guess let's, you know, we cover our mouths and everything and protect our eyes and kind of dash through it. And she'll lead the way and, uh, I guess, holding the torch that Carhoon had lit, dash through that bit of steam and, and smoke and fire and ice that's spewing from both of those dragon heads. All right. You brace yourself and sort of mm-hmm. psych yourself up and then rush into uh, the center of these two gouts and it's an interesting sensation oh, as man. you're getting some uh, heat from one side mm-hmm. and some really, really cold freeze from the other and you're just sort of walking through this little envelope of misty, steamy stuff. Mm-hmm. But you burst out the other side. Okay. Unscathed. Oh my gosh. And in front of you lies the next episode. <laughs> now I want to keep going. Oh my gosh. Oh I have to my. plan the rest of this dungeon first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could probably come up with it on the fly. No. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. A great way for us to grow and reach more people like you is for you to share us with your friends. So please do just that. Tell your gaming group about us or anyone you think who might be interested in starting RPGs. If you want to get in touch with us, please shoot us an email at me, my spouse, and a die at gmail.com. Or get in touch with us on social media. Our handle is at and a die podcast. We'd love to hear from y'all and we always try to respond to each message that we get. Catch y'all next week! <laughs>